We gonna start some music, dude? Oh yeah, sure. Welcome back, Flight Super Friday podcast listeners. What's happening, guys? We're actually in the same room. Free together. form. It's a free form. That's right. That's right, Sam. This is going to. How are you? Going to go down fast. It's, I'm good, man. Cheers, gents. Cheers. Uh, what do we got? I got a Miller latte. I'm just going to go easy first here, and then maybe ramp it up to something got, tasty. Got that hard hitter there. Woo. Hey, man. I you honestly, I don't think you can go wrong yeah. with uh, Miller Lite. I got a straight to ale. I think they pronounce straight to ale. Straight to uh, ale. If you're from the south here, brother Joseph Belgian style double ale. Oh, nice. And uh, right at that eight percent. I've got a naked pig pale ale. Right at six percent, but uh, I've been on paternity leave, so six percent feels a little bit more than. Dude, big daddy man! Congrats. Yeah, dude. How's it going? Exciting. Uh, you know, tons of sleep, and yep, not. Not much diapers or anything. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Just changing diapers. Just and changing diapers. Never sleeping. Occasionally. Never sleeping. Uh, yeah. An important question. What do you guys think uh, the alcohol content is on a Miller Lite? Ooh. Four and a half? No, way too high. Too high? I'm thinking uh, four, 4.2. Dude. Highest. What? Did you read it? No. It is 4.2. 4.2. You had too many of those in flight school. This is, you this know is that good. Answer. Yeah. I don't really discriminate. Of of the light beers, yeah, yeah. Hey, Sonny's hey. got like, like four so it's pretty close to. Dude, I I gotta read this because this I thought it was funny. We got a shout out, maybe a shout out or maybe uh, an insult. I can't really tell from. Uh, I think it's a shout out. It's in writing though. So it's, it's in official. writing from fixed wing pilot uh, Nate Sulere. He's here uh, on the stand team for the one forty fours, and he was listening to our podcast. and He said. The subject was, you know what really grinds my gearbox? And the answer, helo pilots being total uncultured heathens in non-towered airport patterns. All well, right. I can't really deny that because of what happened to me in Dennis the other day. So, so Yeah, like what? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I feel like we're pretty good non- non-towered. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if we had a, an FA like oral quiz on how to enter a pattern, we'd all fail. I still don't know what a 45 degree right down <laughs> like I mean I'm gonna overfly the field for a 45 degree no clue yeah I have to picture in my head away left or right I know but he did he did uh, shed some light on on the 144 for us um, it's not really a convection oven in the 144 that's on the 130h uh, the 130j only has a microwave and the c27s they live in the darkness. Um, so they do have special procedures they need for heating cinnamon rolls or anything similar. Undercooked mush means you're likely dealing with an enthusiastic amateur. Sometimes it's the thought that counts. <laughs> In there. <laughs> Apparently he's on a TDY trip to Iowa and he, he said we can quote him on this one. Flight Suit Friday podcast, more entertaining than Iowa. I think we're on, a, we're on the yeah. rise. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, hard to tell if he's being facetious there or uh, not. No, but. Knowing Nate is probably being real facetious. <laughs> that's awesome. Wait, what did you mess up in a non-towered field the other day? Uh, we didn't really mess up anything other than, you know, made uh, Jake Gnome's uh, ATP check ride a little bit harder on himself. <laughs> so we're shooting the RNAV into St. Elmo. It was a beautiful VFR day. So we're just kind of doing our own thing. TCAS was all over the place. So we're looking for somebody and we had no idea where they were. Doing its traditional bounce back yeah, and forth. Yeah, bouncing all over the place. <laughs> 
got a call on 345. Was like, hey, is that the 5-2 out there by Elmo? They're like, yeah, that's us. And they're like, yeah, we're on an IFR flight plan. Like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll cut in now and stay out of your way. And uh, what they had, we had misinterpreted what they were saying, which was, and we probably just misheard it. They were shooting the approach into Elmo. And so when we turned hard into St. Elmo, uh, the air tribe controllers like saw that as us converging. And even though we had eyes on them and then tried to get them to climb and then we cut them off on the approach and then we didn't realize that they were shooting that approach. So we finished the approach. And uh, then when we heard the, their CTAF call coming in behind us, we're like, oh, we'll just land on runway six and hold and let you do your missed approach and everything like that. Yep. It's a pretty gnarly tailwind, which we told them. We're like, hey, you guys are going to have like a 15 knot tailwind, just so you know. And um, then at the bottom, Jake was like, uh, yeah, the they want to, we're sidestepping to the parallel taxiway. Because you blocking the runway. J Bench had given them the single engine on the IFR approach. And so not only did we cut them off on the approach and make ATC like cause them to climb or change their altitudes all over the place, but we also just fouled the runway so that he had to do his single engine <laughs> to the taxiway. And uh yeah, I owe Jake some beer for that one. I mean that adds some validity to his statement of he- yeah. heathens at non towered yeah. airports. I, bl- I blame uh, dad brain and 30 day warm up. Okay. That's my excuse. I'll give that. Um, yeah, anyone listening though, uh, Justin Bench is uh, stationed at ATC for a couple more months here and he can give uh, ATP check rides, I, Delta, Echo, or even 60, I think. So. It is a good opportunity. Justin's an awesome guy. Yeah. He'll keep it straight. Um, I did just make a slap bet with Kenny yesterday. Oh, I have the same one. You have the same slap bet. Uh, yeah. Dude, we need to get together and study, man. Yeah. Because if you and I leave here without an ATP and I get slapped by Kenny again in well, the face. What's your slap bet? Mine is if Justin leaves without me getting it. Yes. Not if I leave. Okay. No, no. If Justin leaves without yeah. me getting it. But I did put a caveat that I can try and do it with Justin and fail. It still counts and I don't get slapped in the face. Oh, okay. I didn't make that caveat. So I better pass. Because yeah, if I yeah. fail that ride and then have to walk in and get slapped by Kenny, it's just going to be a bummer. <laughs> the Godfather slaps again. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So what's new out here, guys? You guys got any? Uh... Yeah, you've been gone. Yeah. I saw the 30 day average. You're way higher than everyone else at ATC for flight time. Yeah. I will say uh, for anybody who ever gets an opportunity to do a cross country, definitely take up on that. We stopped in a couple cool spots. Um, Durango, Colorado, really cool spot at the south uh, part of the state. Uh, if you're doing the southern route to go to the west coast or on the other direction, great, uh, great spot. Good, uh, good restaurants, really cool Main Street. Um, and we also stopped in Waco, Texas, which was neat too. I stopped in Austin on a previous cross country, which was a little bit busier, but Waco is a, kind of a sleepy town uh, as far as airports go. It's got a class Delta and the town is really neat. Uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, they come out and meet you uh, when you land too. I don't know if you guys have seen, was it Magnolia or whatever? You guys I never seen that no Fixer Upper, the company they own? Oh my God. HGTV? Fixer Upper? No. Are you serious? That whole, yep. whole line of products at Target. You guys don't even know that? Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that I lost you guys on that one. No, it was good. It was good. Flew the Grand Canyon. Um, Yosemite Valley, Crater Lake. Monument Valley. Monument Valley. Saw Mesa Verde. Uh, flew the Rio Grande uh, for a bit up in Taos, New Mexico, which is really pretty up there. Uh, and then got over Texas and uh, went to 9,000 feet and cruised IFR because it's boring as hell. Nice. Aharos, uh, any highlights? Cool, awesome things that happened? Uh, I, for me, scare yourself at any point. 
Yeah, well, it was the typical <laughs> sh- shitty weather. Um, did have a couple days where we tried to get out, and the fizz just dropped down to like one. Um, we were sitting at the pad at Cape D, and there were two sixties out flying to their offshore with some better weather. And um, the low vis route goes right past the helipad by Cape Disappointment. There's the A jetty uh, is there, and at the end of that jetty is one of the points in the low vis, and it's maybe like a mile. I would say it's probably like a mile from the pad and a 60 went on the low vis route past me. I didn't even see him. So that was kind of sketch, but, uh, you guys we, have weathermans. Yeah. 502, but 502. you, you, you can talk with, um, ops out there. Commander Hannum. Great. Uh, great guy out awesome there. And, working with those yeah. Guys. He's, it's so great working with him. Uh, and you know, we just set a new deck, like hard deck. So we went out with 301 for that one. Um, did fly the low vis route, checking the rat out the whole time. I don't know what you guys think about the, 5g notums all over the place have you guys seen anything with those we've got the same kml overlays that they sent out for up in astoria our ops send it here while yeah. you're gone you guys haven't seen that actual no. like anything messing your rat no. out up heavy no, no i'm no, curious yeah. if anybody out there has yeah did you still trust the modes use the modes stuff like yeah that i did yeah i flew the whole route in yeah beautiful vfr weather and didn't see anything change yeah. um but, you know, I, there's still like that sneaking inner suspicion that, you know, maybe something could change and a new tower comes on when you, you after you've flown some route uh, and it could change what you're looking at. But I will say for AHARs, we, we had, when I was out there, um, we had Corpus, Atlantic City, Detroit, and Savannah uh, crews come out for training. And most of those people had only been at Flatwater units. And it was awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. so much fun to get those guys out there. They were so stoked. Uh, it was such good training, like in stuff that they hadn't had a chance to get into, but stuff that they could get into, right? That's kind of what the whole point of the course is. You know, we don't normally train for 15 foot seas or cliff rescue because, uh, you know, it's something that doesn't always happen, but like could happen on a SAR case. Better to have that experience. You know. Yeah. And even though the bad weather and stuff like that, that low vis route is money. Mm-hmm. That is really bailed me out. A handful of times yeah it's good we we've got 10 weeks of students uh this year which is awesome five in the fall and we got five this year canada canada is actually coming out nice yeah play. i can't wait to get back out there for yeah, the last when you week. go out so do you guys have any uh pjs out there no pjs okay now we haven't had i think it's because we've had so many canceled courses in the last couple of years with covid Probably and hard to predict. yeah and then we had the government shutdown that there's uh, plenty of our own swimmers that are on waivers. Uh, and so um, I know like Master Chief Sayers, Master Chief Bean up at headquarters, they've been like getting people in, uh, trying to get those waivers cleared out. We had a senior chief uh, come through, um, Nick Gilmore from up in Kodiak. That was awesome to have have him come through. It's like his third time through the course. That was That's really neat. It's always good when you get some of those senior guys coming through. Yeah, when I went through years ago, my favorite, we had a, a PJ yeah. And he mistimed a free fall. We still show that video, dude. Uh, it, you could just watch it continuously like a gif just over and over again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah. There's- Parts face first into a giant white wall of water. And then you just hear the Met go, um, left 100. Because <laughs> he's just getting trapped ashore. <laughs> yeah, we had one of those. Uh, we I wasn't out there. You might have been out there for that. But I do remember... 
uh, they were going to go do a free fall and they, they were a little bit too low. And then you hear that the instructor pilot and he's like up, 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 up. And then the pilot's like up, 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 up. Flight mech saying up, 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 up. They're all saying at the same time. So they're coming up, but nobody gave the hold signal to the swimmer. And nobody like grabbed him. Nobody grabbed him. He just sent it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that video is just the swimmer, like 1001, 1002. <laughs> yeah. that, and he just falls forever. And the best is Jake Dorsey, like dual qualified flying the Delta a lot. He still speaks his mind on Vox sometimes when he doesn't mean to. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, the he's like, did the swimmer go? And the FMI is like, yeah. And uh, like, Jake's like, mother of God. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was, the swimmer was fine. Oh, yeah, he was totally okay. And he enjoyed he it. He actually laughed about it. Yeah. Asked for the video later. So yep. Yeah, I don't know. You were gone and there was a flat mech upgrade here. And they're doing swimmer work and they're getting ready to do their free fall. And so they're at 30 feet, you know, they check swimmer. So they're checking the swimmer unhooks, you know, and before they actually descended down to, you know, under 15 feet, um, the flight mech accidentally gave the like, Hey, you're good to go. Swimmer looks down and is like, that's definitely not 15 feet. But just sent it from oh, 30 feet. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't think that flight mech will make that uh, mistake, mistake again. again. You know? Yeah. Uh, interesting. We had a, a couple of cable snags on the 60 oh, while we were yeah. out there. Snags? And, uh, yeah. For like dirt, cable parts. Uh, cable snagging on one was on the gear, um, doing heavy seas. And another one, there's apparently a new external tank that uh, the 60s have that on the front part of it, like the nose, kind of the nose part of the, the tank is bolted on. And those bolts are actually like on the outside and the cable got wrapped around one of those bolts. Uh, oh, which wow. I found was really interesting. I, I talked to some of the people that in the 60 East end and they're, they, they're not very happy that we have those new tanks. Um, I don't know how new they are. I'm kind of speaking out of place here, but yeah, they're definitely a new snag hazard for the sixties when you're hoisting wow. those watch out for those bolts on the tank. How'd the urban invert go? Good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. Everybody well received. Definitely well received. It's a good program. Yeah. Those are always fun, especially because some guys are like, oh yeah, we do urban star in Miami and stuff like that or Corpus. And, but it's still good to get them out into that environment and just a different building, different yeah. cliff, you know? So, you know, we, we flew a 65 out from here at ATC and, uh, it, I couldn't help, but like check you got like, see the messages coming from work back here and like, no, other deltas were up oh, yeah. up here, and you guys are have all sorts of aircraft issues. And it was at the same time that that Forbes article came out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you and read that, Ryan? I did read that. Yeah. What do you guys think? I, dude, to be honest, I thought that it was like penned by yeah, like an anonymous source uh, inside inside the Coast Guard first. But then I heard that that guy's written some of those articles before. I'd be interested to see what Forty One or uh, ALC thinks about that author if they would never yeah, want to talk to yeah. him ever again. Um, but it's I crazy can't. how it got outside of the Coast Guard so fast. I had like, my dad sent it to me. Yeah, people, like random people were sending that to me. So I can't deny that it it seemed very similar from you know, all the chats that we have with our own engineering departments, you know? Yeah. We, every, I, I want to say that like most hangers probably have a, a hanger queen that they're pulling parts off of to try and make the other aircraft whole. Yeah. But, uh, one of the aircraft here, five, seven just got grounded. Um, yeah, I guess one of the other gearboxes that came off the line, uh, wasn't put together correctly. And this one was either right before it or right after it. So they said, Hey, just, 
for right now, don't fly it. Let, let's hold off and see Come what went wrong. And yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Does it make you guys question um, before you hop into an aircraft? That was just about to be my question because I didn't want to have to answer it. I mean, I, one, I don't want, I, I don't think that it does, it serves you well thinking no. about it when you jump into the aircraft. Um, but the people that are on our hangar decks, like I trust them with my life a hundred percent and like a thousand percent. Like I don't even think twice about it. Like these people that are on the hangar decks are the best maintainers that are in the military yeah. hands down. And they uh, baby for aviation. too. Yeah. And they fly, yeah. they fly in it. Like their yeah. fixer flyer mentality, it like that puts a lot of ownership into fixing these planes. And I don't think that, uh, I, I truly don't think that we would be trying to fly an unsafe aircraft, but don't get me wrong, man. You definitely think about it. Like, shoot, yeah. it's an old aircraft. The one I flew back cross country was, you know, 18,600 hours. Like that's a lot of hours. And, you know, sometimes I think that we need, we definitely need more parts, but. Yeah. I don't think about it when I'm getting in the aircraft. I think that where I struggle with like that Forbes article and just the issues that we're having fleet wide is I'm concerned of a cultural systemic kind of mistrust that I don't think um, is healthy for, for a fleet to have of, I want us to have faith in the aircraft. I mentor a cadet at the Academy and she was talking about applying for flight school and she's like, Oh, I hear the 65 is having a bunch of problems. So I think I want to apply for sixties. And I'm like that, that right there shows me that like, I don't want the organization or the people flying it to lose faith in it because that will, that lack of faith will then just trickle into other places and potentially impact people in the aircraft or how they respond to different EPs or manage a situation because they don't believe in the aircraft. And so they could put themselves in a worse condition because of that. That I think is what I'm afraid of. Personally, I feel fine every time I get in it because I, like Sam says, I believe in our guys and I think that they truly love this aircraft and put their best work into it. I think that sometimes, yeah, I've woken up a couple of nights and been like, oh, oh man, like these aircraft are old. Or I talked to my dad who's an aircraft mechanic and he's like, wow, that aircraft at 19,000 hours, it's crazy. So it creeps in, it exists in my life, but not when I'm flying it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I've been flying 65 for a while and there's always something that it's like, oh, doom and gloom. Like it's never going to make a pass and it always does and everything yeah. works out fine. But um yeah, I mean, you guys have heard my brief when we talk about, you know, going flying. It's like the 865 has a 100% track record of getting us home safely. We have not lost an aircraft or an air crew because of a uh, maintenance or aircraft malfunction. Yeah. We've killed ourselves a lot. And so it's like, yeah. it's kind of this weird thing. We're like, I don't trust the uh, aircraft anymore. Like, <laughs> probably the well, guy next to you. Probably should right? be, sure probably be <laughs> looking in the mirror, my friend. Yeah. Oh, dude. And even some of those crazy videos, like when a gearbox is like ripping itself up, they land the plane, every, like they get home safely. And it's, I think there are parts that are beefier than we like to give them credit for. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, yesterday we went, we did a flight and, um, well, there wasn't great. It wasn't good either. Something like overcast 1200, something like that. So we go out, we try to do the AI bogey for one of the ASM guys here. And it's like, all right, let's head home. You're like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get IFR clearance. We'll, we'll come back. I'm like, great. So we talked to Gulfport approach, you know, climb, maintain 5,000. You're cleared direct back to regional. Roger. 
we're up at 5,000. We're practicing a little uh, no flight director. So flying manual in the clouds, really good. And boom, there's the master warning. You're like, oh, okay, that's actual. What do we got? Like, oh, main gearbox chip. You're like, okay, all right. Uh, and I couldn't help but think of that the New Orleans. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's in the back of your mind. Mishap. It's in the back of my mind. Of like, okay, well, that doesn't help me right now anyway. So, yeah. Um, it, it did cross my mind in that moment. That's the systemic stuff that I'm talking about. Like, that's what I'm afraid of is a crew. Like, you're a super mature pilot who believes in the aircraft. And you're able to have that thought, compartmentalize, move on. Now you get a super junior crew that doesn't compartmentalize that thought as well. What if their decision-making process is more expedited or they yeah, get the crew into a worse situation because they operate fast or make their decision tree diverges because that thought's in the back of their mind. That's, I think, what what concerns me culturally more. Yeah, that, that's a good observation too. Yeah. I, yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. Instead of screaming out of the sky at, you know, auto-rotating and smacking into a thousand-foot tower. Yeah. You made the decision of like, cool. I can't do anything about it. Sucks yep. that I'm having that thought, but we're yeah. going to move on <laughs> as if I would otherwise of right. probably just a light or a little piece of fuss. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is, you just declared emergency and got in. Yeah. We, we declared emergency and said, Hey, what's your minimum vectoring altitude? They said, I'd get you down to 2000. I said, I need it. And, uh, yeah. we put in a nice descent, slowed up a little bit. So I think we we're at like 85 knots. Yeah minimize, uh, you know, stress on the gearbox and broke out right around like 1900 or, yeah. or so. Um, and then, and came back VFR. Yeah. And had, we also don't have those numbers of like, are those more prominent than normal? Like as an aviator, as a pilot, we can be like, oh, it kind of feels like we have more like mishaps going on than normal, but it might also be on more attuned to look for that. We don't know the data of what's happening, yeah. you know? So it might just be overblown in our minds too. So you um, just got a call from the detailer, right, Kenny? Uh-oh. We're breaking the news here. I think we should, man. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody deserves to hear. What, what's your new job, dude? I'll be, uh, this summer, I'll be taking over for Commander Walton as the H-65 uh, division chief. Man. I can't. Question, the, the do brand, we have brand to, chief if you're Do we school. have to backtrack and censor a lot of the things that past Kenny has said? I don't know, man. <laughs> Everything's that's on the really books now. Question. Also, you know, what if he's the unicorn that makes 05? You Ooh. know, the OPM's probably listening right now anyways yes. for the next board, but, you know, I probably should make him an 05. Now we can't call you Kenny anymore. Yeah. No. I think the only reason I would make 05 maybe is if all these 05s that you hear about getting out. Yeah. 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 I heard that too. Like, see uh, how many frocked were on the 05 message board? That's a lot. Yeah. People are jumping ship or at least, you know, the rumor, right? No, maybe sure. maybe, yeah, maybe it's yeah. not the perception. Um, I did hear that you can temp sep, uh, like people are temp sepping before their tour is complete because that's a new policy. It is. Yeah. So a lot of people jumping. But hey, man, back to that. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I'm very it's, excited. It's uh, incredibly humbling to think about all the people that have sat in that chair before me. And it's, it's overwhelming until I think about all the great guys like you and everyone else in the division. And I, I'm just going to be a, a, a puppet head basically for yeah. all the awesome work you guys are doing. So. I like that you looked at me and said you, and then you didn't oh, say yeah, anything yeah, about Ryan. Oh yeah, he turned away the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenny, I know like I texted you when you got it, but um, the division was very happy. Like the people here were very happy. Culturally, I think it'll be good for us. So yeah, now you're just I hope so anyway. Blush. No, I say that. <laughs> believing that I'm going to PCS and you're not writing my OER. So <laughs> I have no skin in that game, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, OERs. That's, that train is coming quick. Train Real is coming quick. quick. Everybody ready? All listeners ready for their OERs? Can't yep. wait. I've had my head buried in the sand. 
Yeah. I usually yeah. just, you know, what? I've eight, been up 12 at two hours. in the morning playing Age of Mythology with an infant. So I've been just ignoring that thought in my yeah, head. You can probably write your OER at two in the morning. Be the same quality if you wrote it right now. Most of my more quality writing happens at two in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's when your best sure. thoughts happen. Yeah. I yeah. still think someone really smart, like a Neil Penso, for those of you who know him, English major, brainiac, academic, the way he thought, should just open up some contracting or it's like, you just fill out a quick survey, like, uh, what's your airframe? How many hours you got? What um, positions have you had? And then like, give me like three bullets uh, yeah. outside of that. And, and just like, you. boom, you hit it. And 30 seconds later, like an OER comes back to you yeah. and it's pulling like all the almost data. So it knows how many lives you saved, how many hours you flew. Yeah. It's that got stuff. like a cache of all the prior OER. Oh, so it's yeah. just pulling language. If you could pay for that service, how much would you pay? Uh, for c career or just this upcoming year? This upcoming year. Like a, like a one-time deal. How much you, would you pay for a I'm smart a thousand. thousand bucks? Thousand dollars. To have Neil Pencil write your OER. hundred percent. If, if it came, if somebody said for a thousand dollars, you could be done with OERs this year. I think that I would seriously consider that actually. Like, you yeah. know, when you do like yeah. your taxes online, like H&R, then you can, for an extra 10 bucks or like, and we'll handle anything that the IRS comes back. Like that yeah. should also be a feature. So like when the EXO kicks it back, yes, you don't have to do that stuff. There's You're just like, Hey, here's the corrections that you need to make. Yeah. You that's know, an extra hundred bucks. Actually, now that uh, I think of it, I did start paying someone to do my taxes. I have easy taxes. I pay someone to do my taxes. So nice. I don't have to. Yeah. Do I think yeah, how, how much does that cost? 350 like, bucks. See, but oh. it comes out of the taxes. So I'm like, Oh, I just have a little yeah. bit less return. Oh, oh dude, no. You're easily a thousand bucks for an OER. I'm in. Yeah. I think I'm there. Nah, five hundred. Yeah, but you're cheap. I'm cheap. Yeah, five hundred <laughs> now, and then the the night before, the night it's before your supervisor, like, you'd be oh, like, yeah. "What is it? Three thousand? Like here you yeah, go. Here you go. Here's the credit card. Anything." <laughs> <laughs> now I'm looking forward to writing my OER, man. I'm glad we're talking about this yeah. right now. Well, I heard so you got the extension. I did. Yeah, so, I got an extension. Yep. I'm excited about so it. So you're going to be writing OERs from the front office professionally now. Don't I'm even, <laughs> don't even over there. Not going to the front office. Yeah. Um, hey, what do you guys think? So we, you know, we talk about all these aviation stories and then we got a bunch of our, uh, some of our friends uh, out and filling staff jobs as aviators. Nobody, nerds. Yeah, a bunch of nerds. And like, I don't know what half yeah. these people do. Uh, thoughts on cold calling a couple of these people right now? Yeah, I think that we'll we'll call them and they'll we'll just reinforce the fact that they wish that they were us. Yeah, right. Do you say like, hear? "Hey, you have one minute to describe your job the best that you can." Ready, go. Okay, this is dangerous. Are you plugged into the Bluetooth? I am plugged into the Bluetooth. You give me a phone number and <laughs> I will right. call, not knowing who it is. All right. Uh, well, you know who this person is first. Okay, but should we not let the let anybody know before yeah. we call? Them? We won't let them know. Okay. Um. Let me give you the phone number one second. Well, now I'm saying this person's phone number over the, the airwaves. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, just hand, hand him the phone. I'm going to hand you the phone. Hand me the phone. Hand you the phone. Dummy. Dumb, yeah. so, so dumb. Oh, this. Oh, no. This is a great way to start. You got to start with this guy. Yep. He might actually ignore my phone call. Let's see what happens. I don't know why I'm typing it in when I have him in my <laughs> but okay. <laughs> oh, shoot. I got to connect. Oh, you're not even connected. I thought I was connected. Dude. That's okay. What kind of producer are you? Oh, wait. Oh, dude. Oh, no, he's in that leadership class yeah, right now. Yeah, he is. Now. Okay. All right, I got another number for you. Oh, you have my phone now. Uh, here we go. Rye guy, what's up, man? 
Right, dog. How you doing? Yo, 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 yo. yo. Oh man, this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tears, dude. It's Kenny. What's up, man? Oh my gosh, look at this! Hey, what a surprise. He got Sam H Chilling. on the phone too, buddy. How's it going? Oh man, dude, you gotta tell us. Life. You gotta tell us where you are and what you're doing right now, and who you are too, and who you are. You're on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I am in a, uh, a cubicle, a pack area. It's completely uh, depressing and miserable. And, uh, and I'm jealous of you guys, my heroes. Oh, right. We miss you, man. Is it true that you had to buy blue blocker glasses because you were staring at your computer screen so much you were going cross-eyed? Yeah. Yeah. Complete amateur move, actually. Um, check, checked in the pack area, first staff job, completely overwhelmed, you know. Uh, I, I, I get to my desk. I've got two monitors, you know, I like don't even know how to operate this thing yet. And I go, I started going home every single day. The first few weeks of work with a huge headache, my eyes hurt, my head was pounding. And I'm like, I tell my wife, like, honey, I think we made a huge mistake. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get oh, through this. No. You know? And uh, so I bought these blue blockers, you know, for the computer screens and all this and didn't work. So didn't you know, work. Fast forward. No, it didn't work. Fast forward like to week three, I realized my computer monitors are turned up to like a hundred percent. Turn those puppies down to 30% problem solved. Dude, good to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who was your incumbent? Who, who did you take over? Yeah, Cause somebody, they're probably like, Oh, this somebody rookie, did that watch dude. this. <laughs> turn oh, these yeah, monitors probably. up hundred percent. Yeah. Intentional. I guarantee it. It was uh, Corey, <laughs> the, the infamous Corey Boudreaux. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 60, 60. Yeah, 60 guy. Can't trust him. Can't trust him. <laughs> Can't trust as far as you can throw him. Hey, dude. Uh, no. Hey, give us a real quick one minute uh, synopsis of your job. Where you're at. We want to we want to know if this is a good staff tour or not, and we'll vote on it. Or we'll just hang up <laughs> right. halfway through. Re- ready, begin. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, PAC area, um, Aviation Forces. I'm the deputy here. Work yeah. for uh, the the commander, uh, Breckel. Uh, great job. Great boss. Um we pretty much help manage, you know, the aviation resources for the West Coast, um, advocate for the districts and the units, uh, manage a lot of the uh, deployments on the Wimsels and stuff for the 65, um, and, uh, and work with the program offices a lot, too, on a lot of the initiatives. So it's actually a really good job. Um, I'm in Alameda, the Bay Area, so I'll tell you what, it beats uh, Washington, D.C., hundred like times over. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Commander yeah, Barris and- asked me to ask you if uh, you've been able to up your bench press weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, staying away, I'm staying away from the bench press these days. Just uh, push-ups only. You don't need to blow out another pack. <laughs> that was the best story I've heard. So you had all the aviation forces out there on the West Coast, like uh, getting aircraft ARs. That's the kind of stuff you do. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You're welcome. He's yeah, been the miracle yeah, yeah. man for us. He has been the miracle <laughs> man for us a couple times. We were the miracle like, man for him this time. That's right. right. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'll that's expect true. a muffin basket in the mail any day. Yeah, or fruit. <laughs> All right. So when's, your when's your job open up, and then we'll hang up on you. Uh, scheduled to open up uh, summer of 2024. Cool, but you're asking for the extension. So for everybody listening, 25. Yep. Ryan's yeah, gonna be in this job forever. <laughs> who, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, thanks, man. Okay, bye. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> love you more. Bye. All right. We're doing Pompon? Yeah, let's do Pompon John. Hey, bud. What's up? Hey, Pompon John. It's Kenny. Hey, Pompon John. Hi. It's Sam. 
and it's Ryan, and I don't know why. And you you're on Flight down. Suit Friday. Uh, we want to know. Am I? Yeah. Am you, I on a conference call right now? You are yeah. currently live yeah. on yeah. air. Yes, sir. You have 30 seconds to describe what you do at headquarters. Ready, go. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Th- hey, hey Martin, uh, 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 pull up the OER real quick if you're in the top block. <laughs> I, I should put that on there, see if I can sneak it in there at least. So. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. How, how's it going, guys? Good, man. Heard you're going to be a, what, a 60 pilot up in Kodiak. Is that can what we talked about that yeah, yet? Yeah, let's hear this. Yeah, that's the word on the street now. Okay. Congrats. Like a good source? No, like from the Simon I mean, officer? From the, de- <laughs> from the, yeah, from the detailer, but I haven't seen orders yet, so you never know, you know? You don't know when you know. What? So you're going to come hang yeah. down at uh, ATC for a T course, huh? Um, that's a good question. I was talking to Ray this morning. Uh, it looks like the earliest class they have available is June 6th, and it's not now in June 20th. So, But um, still trying to figure out all the ins and outs of that, when they need me in, in Kodiak, when uh, when we can officially PCS out of here, all that stuff. So, so yeah. lots up in the years. But yeah, hoping to be out there June, July. Line, awesome. line pilot. What are you going to do? Line pilot, yep. Oh, line pilot. You're going to be co-pilot too, right? Because you're going to you're going to switch to 60? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. uh, dude, you're about wow. to be the new Dream O five. I'm, I'm calling it. You're gonna make yeah. it. You're gonna make it. You're gonna be L five line pilot in Kodiak. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed here. No, <laughs> o- no, OPM, no calling the shutout before. Yeah. before OPM listening. So yeah, OPM. Pompon John Ferreira O five, please. Hey, uh, Pompon John, we're actually we do want to get a quick thirty second segment so that we can all judge whether anybody ever wants your um, non flying aviation. Uh, headquarters, whatever you're doing. So, what do you do? So, so, uh, uh, no shit, full kimono. Let's see. Um, <laughs> my official job is I work with the Aviation Marine Integration Office over at DHS. So, that's what I'm officially assigned to. Okay. I blacked out there. Um, <laughs> yep. Go on. So, they work under the, um, the, the support side of, of, uh, of DHS. So, it's just like Coast Guard, how I have DCO and DC, what is it, DCMS, whatever. So, there's the support function, DCMS, and then there's the operational functions, which is DCO. Got 10 so, we're seconds. doing support shit. Yeah, sorry. So, yep, exactly. Anyway, I work over there. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's it in a nutshell. So, I do all sorts of whatever they want. Okay. Could you try that again in maybe English? Yeah. Like, what? What yep. do you actually do? What would you say <laughs> you do here? <laughs> I. <laughs> How's work-life balance? Awesome. It's been good. That's it. That's the good. good news about this job is it's as much or as little as you want to sign up for. You know what I mean? There's always working groups. There's always projects. There's always things that are coming around for both DHS as well as you're connected to 7-Eleven, which always has work to do too. So. If you have the bandwidth and you are willing to and want to, you'd be like, hey, sir, you know, you got anything? I got I, could, I got a little remote. Cool, that sounds I, sweet. See, yeah, I, I just hung up on him. <laughs> I, I Only the next anymore. division chief can get away with that. Oh, pom-pom, John. All right, well, that sounds like a cool job. Yeah. I still don't know what he's got. Sign me up. Yep. Cool. That can be aired for sure. Who's next? <laughs> Better text and apologize. <laughs> no, we could we could we could bleep out a bunch a bunch of things he says. We should just for his we own. should just bleep out 
a whole bunch. Just just playing music. We'll just play classical music <laughs> yeah. for the whole yeah. party. We'll do elevator. <laughs> elevator. Yeah. I think everything is good. I'm the one was like. Can you get someone else lined up? Too busy for us. Hi, this is Mike Dubinsky. I'm not around right now. Leave a message and I'll get back to you. Thanks. Bye. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Doobie, it's uh, it's Sam and we got Kenny and Ryan over here. So uh, we were calling to have you describe your job at headquarters to our Flight Suit Friday podcast listeners, but I can't tell whether you not picking up the phone means you're super busy in your job, so nobody wants it, or you're just off in the middle of nowhere doing whatever you want. So it could be a good thing, could be bad. Anyways, don't call me back. Bye. Yeah. yeah, let me call Dom real quick. Calling our next guest here. Oh, you're calling him. I'm unavailable. Take your call right now. Please leave your name, number, and a message, and I'll get back to you. Bye. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Commander Bucciarelli, this is uh, Lieutenant Commander Kenneth Ingram. We're trying to get a hold of you. It's rather important. Call us back. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That'll get his attention. Oh, he's probably in some meeting. Yeah. So, I have a funny shake story when we were doing the Admiral Ray interview. Mike Dubinsky. Oh, 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 no. Nice. There we okay, go. You ready? Yeah, ready, 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 ready. Go, 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 go. Doobie. Dude. Doobie, you there? Is it Doobie? Doobie. Doobie, speak to us. Michael J. Dubinsky. Lieutenant Commander. Everything's working on the board over here. Come on, Doobie. They call him Doobie Downer for nothing. Doobie. Call us yeah. back. Oh, there, there is. he is. He can't even use a phone. Jesus. He can't even I'm read. Here talking to you, guys. you guys changed something on your end. I think it was all you. Dude, what are you doing right now? Tell us about, you're on, you're on the podcast, by the way. You got Kenny here and uh, Ryan. Um, yeah, we want to hear a quick 30 seconds max snippet on your job at headquarters. Ready, go. Uh, so I am in the. Uh, That's the same <laughs> initial reaction that everyone gives. <laughs> the uh, deep breath. Uh. Go on. You have ten seconds left. I got ten seconds. Jeez. Well, setting the foundation for eight sixty fleet growth. Okay. Is that, is that a, a high level enough for you? Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. And okay. that's in English. We actually understood that. Man. Yeah. That's cool. And that's that's an engineer right there, man. Yeah. Precision, absolute precise, right there. Doobie, what are you actually doing today? Uh, you work some time on the phone. Oh, that's, you guys. that's why. Yeah, you, are you teleworking? Are you at your house right now? I'm at my house. 
What percentage of uh, you guys or girls are up there teleworking at headquarters? I don't know if I want to admit that over the phone. On, on a recorded line there. Uh, well, I mean, it's Coast Guard policy, right? Like, yeah, they're not doing home. anything wrong. We're in a global pandemic, my friend. Yeah. I know, I know. I'd say about a 50-50 split. We're right socially now. distanced here around our table, so 50-50 yep. split. Uh, do you like your job? Is it a uh, good work-life balance up there? Absolutely. Love it. That's good to hear. Really? That's really good. That's good, to, that's good to hear. So you work for 931, is that what it is? 931. 931 four in particular. Okay, 9314562. Got it. Um, Are you going to fall under the APAC? Is that the, am I using the correct term there? That's a new acronym. Uh, I, I will not fall under the APAC. We'll be working hand in hand with the APAC. Okay, Roger. What is the APAC? Uh, Doobie, can you help me out? I'm not going to say the uh, acronym out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they are they are a nine three one command though, so nine three one entity. Uh, so acquisitions program okay. acquisitions council. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, Doobie, it's been real enjoyable talking to you. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys called me just for that. Yeah, I did. I got the heavy, uh, heavy sigh on the air for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with a, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a moderate to medium thumbs up for yeah, you. That doesn't yeah. sound too bad. Yeah, it's good. That's about uh, as, as much as I'm good for usually. Yep. Yep. Uh, hey, uh, weigh-ins are coming in. Are you gonna make your minimum weight? Yep, double dessert. Okay, we're, uh, we're in that <laughs> Are you still on a regular diet of? Uh, Mini pizzas and hot pockets for lunch. Cokes and M and M's. Cokes, M and M's. No hot pockets. Are you actively <laughs> losing weight at all times? Uh, no, I'm steady. <laughs> all right. Okay. Those are all of our important questions for you. It was good talking to you. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Okay. Keep, bye. Keep making donuts for the Coast Guard. We appreciate you. Thank you for your service. Yep. A good one, huh? That is a good one. That deep sigh was just too uh, iconic. <laughs> let me tell you, but he was very succinct in his 10 second clip. Yep. Yeah. He was. That was the best synopsis best. we've gotten. Yep. Um, I think we got one phone call left, right? Our our old uh, co-host, Nate Shakespeare. Yeah. I mean, he's not in a headquarters job, but we hear he's got a special story to tell us. So. The person you've reached is using a screening service from Google and will get a transfer to this call. <laughs> That's so shakes. He doubles down on Google everything. So does this go to his secretary who then says, Kenny Ingram, I think what is happening right him? now is while we have this conversation, it's transcribing it on his phone. What's up, dude? Oh, hey. Shakes. What's going on, my friend? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I, it like transcribes what you idiots are saying. <laughs> Uh, He's like, he doubled down on Google everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, you've got Sam, uh, Kenny, and Ryan here. You're We're on up. your old Flight Suit Friday podcast. Dude, Don't your know your hand is back it, together, man. my friend. No, yeah. Good to hear your voice, Shakes. What are you doing it's right great now? great to hear your voice. I'm literally at Waypoint eating breakfast. Can I call you back? Uh, uh, of, no, course, is, of course. You're you actually live on air, so yeah, now dude. is the time. You got oh, it. Oh, nice. This are is you, a live podcast. Where did you say you are? You're at Camarillo? Yeah, I'm at Waypoint, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you getting tri-tip? You getting tri-tip right now? Uh, no, I'm getting uh, delicious pancakes. You'll see it on Instagram soon. Wait, you and then... A, um, you get a milkshake? And then... Uh, uh, yeah, we did get some milkshakes. We're going to take them back to the rest of the crew. Oh and I think God. we're going to take them a cinnamon bun, too. I, I think the cinnamon buns are the, are the big ones. Okay. The go-to items. 
Dude. Oh man. You're such living a the, the Magoo best. life. You're living the best Magoo life right now. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I mean, you guys are doing the podcast thing. Those microphones. Wow. You're saying thanks, Chuck. Yeah, dude, it's all Chuck right here. Hey, uh, before you go back to your breakfast, man, heard you uh, inflated the floats on an operable uh, flying 65. What happened? Let's talk about that in more detail <laughs> when I'm not eating pancakes. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Uh, be it known that Shakes right. inflated the floats on a 65 while flying. Got it. Sure. That, oh. that can be the version of we retail. That's fine. All right. We got to hang out. We got to go. We got to go. Okay. Bye. Hey, you there? Yeah, I got you. Hey, uh, me? Yeah, hey, Matt. You're with uh, Sam Happenstein and Ryan Vandehei. Um, we want to know what title do you hold at headquarters and what's your job? You've got 25 seconds. Ready, go. Um, I play with toys <laughs> and I'm coming to work with you. So I'm going to continue to play with toys. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, can you define toys for our listeners? Because you are on the Flight Suit Friday podcast right now. It's very important. Uh, I am the short-range UAS platform manager. So think Best Buy-sized drones. I heard you guys were working with Amazon to do like 30-minute deliveries now. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Duty duty dinners, right? Duty you go dinners. to get the burritos for the duty crew? Yep. I think it's really important, especially for the branch IPs. <laughs> uh, how many drones does the Coast Guard operate, plus or minus? In this program, we have about 75. At 35 units with about 200 remote pilots. We're not going to call them real pilots. Dude, you got your fact sheet down, yeah, man. You, I'm that's crazy, he man. must have briefed an admiral this morning on those facts. Yeah. That's right off the cuff. All right. No, Ryan, Ryan actually pre-briefed me. <laughs> oh wait what no i just texted him and said answer the answer the damn phone that's all okay. that's, that's what my text said all right all right okay. um cool man well we look forward to uh you coming down to atc this summer and, uh, hey i'm excited i know uh we've been friends a long time so i'm excited to come hang out with you guys yeah hope well, you're talking about all of us thanks thanks for your yeah, service up there at headquarters <laughs> I did what I did for you, Kenny. You're doing yeah. the good work. Yeah, man. Fighting those tentacles of communism one day at a time, buddy. In the Lord's All right. word. <laughs> All right. We'll see you, bud. Hey, take care. Have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> All right. I love Dom. Real smattering of uh, different headquarters jobs, huh? I know. I think that listeners, next time when they put in their dream sheet, will be a lot more knowledgeable. Yes. And I think we, have we are doing good work. For I the think we have right informed now. the fleet of those jobs. Yes. And I would just say that we might warrant a call from the detailers as a thank you. For what <laughs> I think that 7-Eleven might be putting in a word thanking us for keeping aviators in the cockpit. <laughs> AC well, shortage? Don't go to headquarters. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is this interesting is episode. Very interesting. I know. Nobody's going to want to listen to this thing. My cheeks kind of hurt from laughing. I was laughing a yeah, lot. At least we had fun. <laughs> we had a great time. We're off to, uh, Definitely let uh, everyone listen to the the phone call. See if they see if they appreciated them. Oh yeah, I know some I think, great responses, dude. Some great responses, <laughs> especially <laughs> Pon Pon John. He was my favorite. <laughs> um, Frank Monopoly said, "Oh damn, that would have been fun." Are you still going? Oh, perfect. Oh, you want me to call? Him? Yeah, let's finish with Frank the Tank. Could call the detailer next though. Try and see if we can strong arm him and telling us where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Hey man. Hello. Frank. Frank. It's Kenny. 
and Sam. Frank the Tank. What's going on, boys? And hey, Ryan. You got um, 30 seconds to tell us what title you hold at headquarters and what it is you think you do up there. Ready, go. Uh, I don't even know. I'll need 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, uh, I'm the C5i mobility guy. I do all the ESDs, <laughs> all of our PGMPS, and When are you guys becoming six or C6i? Dude, I feel like you just add a number every couple of years. He's uh, OER season. <laughs> OER season. We'll, add, we'll add another C right to it. Yeah. So anyone listening, if you have trouble with your AMD, yep. Frank Monopoly Frank is Monopoly. the guy to talk Email to. Email Frank. Yep. Um, I, I heard mobility guy. I promise you I've got an Adder office assistant or something. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Hey, man, are you, what are you doing right now? What are you in some class? So, yeah, I'm in the senior level transition course. Uh, uh, the old Mossy 2. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, finishing that up tomorrow. It's been like two week residency and like six, like four online weeks. Um, good. It's bad. pretty good. It's, good. Pretty good. Yeah, good Worth stuff. it. Good stuff. Yeah. 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 It was, um, sorry. Like, outside from uh, yeah, it's good. It's like a lot of good leadership, a lot of good reflection stuff. It's pretty heavy. You know, it's like times it gets to be uh, a little fatiguing, you know, can't look can't be introspective nine hours a day, but, um, are they making yeah, you write apology good. letters to everybody that worked for you? Or do the they, do they have a, <laughs> do they have a ropes course? What about like a ropes course or some, some fun team building? Yeah. 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 You start off every morning with a trust fall. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you write, you write apology letters for everybody. that You, uh, <laughs> you messed up over the years. Uh, Speaking of that, I was actually going to give you a call earlier this morning. Uh, remember that day where weather was forecast to be really bad in Mobile and you didn't want to drive from the eastern shore over here, so you just canceled the whole <laughs> flight schedule? And then it was absolutely cavu so for the rest Sam, of the day. We were flying Sam together. and I were golfing in Pensacola that day. And the <laughs> moment Frank set out that slack, I poured beer down Sam's throat. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> so, Dude, I caught, I caught so much stuff for that. Uh, you are still catching flack because people came into my office this morning and are like, hey, um, you know, the weather looks pretty bad. Are, are you going to cancel the flight schedule? And I was like, well, I think it might, like, we'll, we'll wait and see. And he's like, well, you know, Frank would have canceled the flight schedule by now. <laughs> yeah. You got you to gotta Frank that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just commit. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, it's good talking to you, buddy. Hey, good talking with you guys, too. Take it easy. Glad you're doing All well. Right. Yeah, enjoy your course. All right. All right. Bye. We say goodbye, but never let go. Save